the revival of the first. And besides, it's fun. <laughs> Outdoors with John is on the air. This is the Hunting, Camping, and Fishing Show, presented by Northwest Iowa Outdoors, the region's number one outdoor entertainment multimedia outlet. Live from the KSCJ studios in Sioux City, the phone lines are wide open. Call 239-2101 right now with your questions or comments. Good morning, everybody. The show is brought to us by the City of Kingsley, Small Town Sportsman in Kingsley, Dirt Road Design and Screen Printing in Kingsley, the Shooting Shop in Anthon, Iowa, the Firehouse the Fireside Steakhouse and Lounge in Anthem, the Plymouth County Conservation Board, Skyline Lodge in Perot Falls, Ontario, Iowa Great Lakes Outdoors in Milford, Iowa, Stan's Bait Shop in Milford, Oak Hill Marina in Arnold's Park, Iowa, and Midwestern Land in Auction in Mapleton, Iowa. Well, tomorrow's the, tomorrow's the big day, Scott. A lot of people will be uh, sitting around eagerly anticipating the arrival of the groundhog. Yeah, on a 47-degree february 2nd with sunshine yeah yeah i wonder if it'll go by with any it, it should go by with no incidents i don't know well you know the thing of it is PETA has come out and said oh, you really need to replace that uh, uh groundhog with a robot right yeah and, I, and i'm thinking didn't de blasio drop the one in new york like three or four years ago and it died the next day where, yeah it did where yeah. was PETA then well, i don't know yeah it was okay because it was liberal oh and i don't know i think he might have spiked it because I, I think he might, and, and it kills me is because they, they say the, the groundhog will come out of its hole and then scurry back if it sees its shadow. It's like, the hell it is. The, the damn thing's hibernating, and they rip it out of the hole and hold it up under these spotlights. How in the hell could it not see How a shadow? How could it not? Yeah. It's like, oh, behold, the giant rodent, you know, and then de Blasio, it's like, yeah, spring's early, and then he spiked it in his anticipation of, I don't know. Yeah, but didn't we get the six weeks uh, uh, early spring uh, last year from the groundhog? Yeah. Didn't work out, did it? No, not really. No. But anyway, you know, uh, Buxitani Phil is like the most famous groundhog, but I found tons of other groundhogs, official groundhogs. Um, there's another one that's, uh, oh, let's see, uh, Grover the Groundhog in Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah, he doesn't get the notoriety, but, I mean, could you imagine how bad that would suck? You know, you're a groundhog. First off, life ain't real good. You know, you're a groundhog. You know, you you lay around in a hole half the winter, and then, uh, yeah, whatever. You come out and something eats you. That's what you do. But anyway, you finally work your way up to the top and become an official groundhog, and then you got to be in Buxatawney Phil's shadow. That would just suck. Other Pennsylvania groundhogs, they got uh, Octaria Ophi of Lancaster, Mount Joy Mini of Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. And that, by the way, Mount Joy Mini is one of only two openly female groundhogs. They've had other female groundhogs, but they've they've hid their identity. They, you know, like Puxatani Phil. You know, they're claiming he's probably 139 years or 132 years old, something like that. But groundhogs only live for about 10 years, so I'm thinking there's been more than one Phil, and some of them been female, but they never let it out. I don't know. I, with this new age of uh, gender neutrality, you think a lot of these uh, transgender groundhogs will come out of the closet? Huh. You don't want to open that one. Well, why not? It gives you the liberals in Washington something to do. Huh. But then yeah. there's then there's Mount Gretna Grady in Pennsylvania and Myerstown's favorite groundhog, Uni. Poor Richard of York. And Dover Duck. I don't know. Some of these are just crazy. And 
you're talking about maybe replacing the groundhog in um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. They got Shipochina, which is actually a dog dressed as a bear pretending to be a groundhog. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Huh. Go, go figure that out. Hey, you just think of all the groundhogs in Pennsylvania thinking, you know what, we're going to get our chance. We're, you know, Groundhog's Day's coming up. And they, they replace you with a damn dog dressed as a bear that's pretending to be a groundhog. Yeah, you know, I think we should get our own. You ever drive down Gordon Drive and see that uh, groundhog eating on the side of the road? There? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we should have that. That should be Gordon Drive Gene or something like that. French Fry Freddy. French Fry Freddy, yeah. Because yeah. he's jowling French fries that people throw out the window to him, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it'd be good. And, yeah. and, and it doesn't matter. Hey, and what we can do is we can claim that he's a transgender groundhog, truly. Huh. And then, wow. and, and we would corner the market on this Only kind of stuff. Only one in the country. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, there's a whole bunch of different ones. I guess we, we got a guest that's going to be on today. So we want to, I don't know, we can hold the groundhog stuff till maybe, I don't know, well, next week now, because we're going to have Congressman King on next week. He's going to talk about Second Amendment and outdoor related issues and uh but anyway it'd be kind of nice to see the results of all these different groundhogs because boy i i didn't even make it halfway through my list of all the official groundhogs i found so anyway should we go into the commercial or should we do a real or fake uh product and give away a coin and a we got an mre left oh bunch of them let's let's do yeah. that uh, maybe go to the commercial and if we can get somebody that'll want to call in it Two three nine twenty one zero one, and I'll describe a product, and you have to identify whether it's real or fake. But otherwise, when we get back from the break, we will be talking with Adam of, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, about Camp Austin. That's uh, right there in Sutherland, Iowa. About a fishing contest coming up there on February fifteenth. All right, we'll be right back. Thirteen sixty ninety four nine KSCJ. Living in a family that struggled economically powerfully influenced my life and my values. Bernie Sanders fighting to raise wages for American workers, leading the fight to guarantee health care for all, standing up for civil rights, seniors, veterans, and our children's future. Whether it was Wall Street, the drug companies, or other powerful special interests, Bernie has taken them on for us now. Our country is at a turning point, a dangerous demagogue tearing our nation apart, hardworking people betrayed by Trump, a health care system that makes enormous profits for drug and insurance companies, and a planet on the brink of a climate disaster. In this moment, we need a fighter, Bernie Sanders. We know he'll fight for us as president because he always has. I'm Bernie Sanders, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Bernie 2020. Don't you love that feeling when you've just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you. So you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, 
Isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. Big John. Big John. Well, we've got Adam with us from Camp Austin there by Sutherland, Iowa. Good morning, Adam. Morning. How are you, John? Hey, pretty good. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys are going to have an ice fishing tournament and fundraiser Saturday, September 5th there at Camp Austin. And that's uh, just northeast of Sutherland, Iowa? Yes. So a um, couple things. Our camp is called Camp Autumn. And the ice fishing tournament is going to be um, February 15th um, here coming up in just a couple of weekends. And, yes, we are just a little, little bit north. Uh, west of um, Sutherland there, um, real close to Primgar and Spencer area, too. Okay, and uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I was calling it Camp Austin, obviously, I got that wrong, but what do you guys do at Camp Autumn? So we're a, a therapeutic day camp, we're owned by Season Center for Behavioral Health, um, and we serve children with behavioral and mental health needs here in the summertime. We run a, uh, it's a, we run for nine weeks, and the kids come for uh, at least one week, Monday through Friday, um, to stay with us, and we run a lot of the kind of traditional summer camp activities with the um, outdoor stuff and fishing and kayaking and swimming in our lake, uh, arts and crafts, all that stuff. And then we also, the kids who come get a couple sessions of um, group therapy and uh, and um, social skill building stuff. Um, and so it's, it's really a unique experience for them. And, of course, we're focused and our staff have a lot of extra training on dealing with some of the needs that we have here and, and working with a lot of the um, trauma and things um, that the kids have gone through. And so it's a, it's a really unique program, really special program. Um, we serve children from all over Northwest Iowa. Last last summer, we served children from 13 different counties here, Northwest Iowa, um, and we provide funding sources and transportation for them to get here to camp to have that experience, too. And so that's one of the um, primary goals of uh, of this ice fishing tournament is it it is a free will donation tournament. Um, so there's no fee to come. We'd like people just to come out, and enjoy, and get to see and know Camp Autumn. And then we are asking for free will donations, um, which all go to our scholarship uh, program to fund kids to come to camp. And and I've seen on uh, people want to find out more. Um, we you can go to the. Uh to uh, Camp Autumn's Facebook page, or I, I posted the link, uh, the flyer for this event on the Outdoors with John Facebook page too. But um, yeah. the, the actual physical address is uh, uh, 4233U, as in the uh, small plant, Y-E-W, uh, Avenue, Sutherland, Iowa. And that lake there, it, on the map, that lake looks like it's about 10 to 15 acres. Is that, do you know for sure? Yeah, it's actually, it's almost 30 acres. Oh, um, quite a bit longer. Inside their lake, yep. So it's, it's a decent-sized lake, um, and we do have a nice, healthy fish population in the lake. And one of the uh, things that I'm, I'm excited about, we have the Iowa Great Lakes Fishing Club. Um, they are helping us out with the event, providing um, on a first-come, first-served basis some of the gear and um, ice fishing shacks, heaters, electronics, that kind of stuff. And, of course, those guys... They're kind of the, the pros at, at all the fishing stuff, and so they'll be doing a, a kids' ice fishing clinic here at 11 a.m. on that day, 
um, and generally helping out uh, just with folks. So if you've never ice fished before, you can come out um, and experience it and have a great time. If you're uh, a professional fisherman, you can come out and um, and have a good time too and, and take care of getting having some fun ice fishing that day. Um, we also have some really great prizes to hand out for the tournament. Um, uh, we've got uh, some local bait and tackle shops donated prizes, a lot of uh, rod reel combos and that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think there's a, there's some good opportunity to get win some neat gear um, here on that day too. And, and people remind them that this is a catch and release tournament. Everything that's caught um, it needs to be released back into the pond. Um, and then you have uh, you have weigh-in officials that will measure the length of the fish before they drop them back in? Uh-huh. So the Iowa Great Lakes Fishing Club, they're going to be helping us out, run everything, deal with the tournament. And um, so they'll be the ones uh, officially measuring the length and marking down uh, the different fish and stuff, keeping track of that so we can uh, hand out the prizes for the winners of the different categories. And people can expect to catch, uh, you know, bass, bluegills, and crappies. And I think there's catfish in that uh, that pond too, right? There is. We actually have some really big catfish in here. So that I think that can be, that'll be an exciting piece of the day, I think, is uh, seeing what kind of catfish get pulled out and, and who can get them up through the holes. Um, but, yeah, so we have bass will be one category, catfish will be a category, crappie will be a category, and then we'll have another panfish, which will be uh, bluegill, sunfish, that kind of stuff sure. um, coming through. So. Absolutely. And, and people need to, it is a private lake. So if you're going to, the public is welcome to come and fish on February 15th, but that doesn't give you um, permission to fish really any other time of the year, does it? That's correct. And that's, and that's why it's kind of a, a special event. It's the first time that we are um, doing basically a public event out here fishing on the, on our lake. Um, so yeah, February 15th, we're excited to invite people out, have them come fish with us. But the, the rest of the year, it is it is a private lake, and the public, um, you know, does not have access to our lake, and, and it's for our programming purposes that we have. Um, the other thing about the event, uh, people who come out, there will be a, uh, a lunch provided. Um, so uh, Grace United Methodist Church out of Spencer, Iowa, they are lunch there it's going to be a soup and chili lunch um for the day and then we'll also have black earth java um they're going to have their mobile trailer out here and they'll be providing uh, coffee and hot chocolate and other hot drinks um at no cost for all the participants that day hey it sounds like a, a great event and you say this is is this the first time you've done this this is going to be the first time that we're doing this. yes so we're hoping to make it an annual thing and uh, we're hoping it's a successful event, but this is the first time um, that we're doing this. We Our camp has been open for three years now, um, and so we're trying to uh, kind of get the word out and, and raise some funds so we can bring some more kids to camp. Uh, otherwise, how is funding provided for these kids going to the to uh, Camp Autumn? Yeah, um, so we, we actually work with uh, seven different unique funding sources. Um, so some of it comes from... Uh, federal dollars, some of it comes from state dollars, some of it comes from grant programs, and then a lot of it comes from our scholarship program, which is what we're raising money for here today. So the kids who come to camp, um, they don't actually uh, 
pay anything to come to camp if we find funding for them to be able to do that because uh, uh you know affording to come to camp for an entire week put on a program like this um, is out of reach for a lot of families um here that in northwest iowa and, and we want to make sure that that's not a barrier to these kids coming to camp and getting the services that they need yeah it sounds like like you say it's just a great great deal um during the summer then um fishing i take it is probably part of the kids program there and do you have volunteers come in and do that or is it is or is it all um uh hired camp staff that works with the youth yeah so it's it's pretty much all hired camp staff to work with the youth um so a bunch of counselors and uh and lifeguards and program staff here in the summertime um <coughs> excuse me fishing is definitely one of the big um big programs of the activities at camp that a lot of kids really enjoy um and the uh again the iowa great lakes fishing club they are gracious enough to help us out in the summertime um keeping track of all the, the rods and reels and tackles and making sure they're in good working order um, and they've worked with us just this past fall on some uh, habitat projects in the lake um, and putting a new fishing dock in and all that stuff so um, we're very excited about all of that um, the kids have a great time here in the summertime doing all the activities fishing being one especially um, and a lot of times fish is is a something that the kids don't get to do uh, in their normal lives outside of camp. And so it's really exciting watching them come in and get to fish, sometimes fishing and catching a fish for the very first time and, and giving them that new experience. Absolutely. And, and like you say, um, uh, unfortunately, a lot of kids don't get the opportunity to go fishing and uh, fewer yet get an opportunity to experience ice fishing, it seems like. And uh, like you said before, uh, they don't have to have any kind of experience ice fishing before. Um, just bring your just bring your kid out. Even if you don't want to fish yourself, you can uh, you can put your kid out on the ice and let him slowly freeze to death while you enjoy some <laughs> hot cocoa. <laughs> uh, that kind of made it sound bad, didn't it? But anyway, <laughs> you can put your kid out and let him out enjoy the and enjoy the outdoors. But no, really, and and uh, really, as far as the fishing, um, fishing's always good. Uh, it isn't always all all about catching the fish but uh but you guys got a, a great club there helping you out and i'm pretty sure they're going to get some fish up on the ice there yeah i i think we're going to have a, a a great day out here on the 15th the, we're excited to have the club out here um and i, I think we're going to catch some fish so and that'll definitely run looking forward to it. and that'll run from 9 a.m to 2 p.m on saturday february 15th do people need to pre-register or can they just show up um, people can just show up. We are asking that people re- pre-register. Um, so they can do that by going to our Facebook page um, and registering right there on Facebook. Or there's also a link to an Eventbrite um, where they can register or even um, put in a donation um, straight from there as well. Okay. And, and, then, that, and that link is on our Facebook page. Okay. And in and, and the Facebook page is, is, is Camp Autumn? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you search for Camp Autumn on Facebook, we'll come right up. Um, and you can, if people want to take a little look through and see some pictures and, and some of the stuff from this past summer, we have lots of lots of great pictures up from the past summer. You can kind of see some of the things that we do in the summertime. And then um, the ice fishing tournament is in under our event um, where you can get more information on that and register right there on Facebook. And then uh, the camp is mainly used for the youth summer camps, but you also have family getaways that you do there during the summer too is that 
Did I no, read that wrong? Point, yeah, at this point we do, uh, it, it's the youth summer camp. We run for nine weeks in the summertime. Okay. And then throughout the, the off season, we do a couple of respite events throughout the year. Um, and sometimes we do some uh, different family events um, in the off season as well. We're parents and kids out um, for, for specific events. But the summer season, the nine weeks in the summer, is uh, primarily the summer camp experience for the kids that we focus on. How many kids a week do you run through there? Um, we run between 40 and 50 kids a week. Wow. Um, they come through. And so that, that's kind of our goal. We've been around for three three years now, three summers, and we're going into our fourth season. And so we continue to um, push for serving more kids each summer. And so we're, we're hoping to serve right at 50 kids a week this summer. How are kids selected as far as um, being able to go to the camp there? Um, so kids who are available to, or kids who are eligible to come to camp are kids um, who are, A, uh, like I said, have behavioral or mental health needs, um, have a history of trauma in their lives, unfortunately, or sometimes just with family members who have trauma, um, some of the, it, it's been some of us, our funding sources to require that they have a mental health diagnosis. Um, so a lot of our kids are kids that come from working with um, providers within seasons uh, or providers in outside agencies. But if there's anybody that, that has a child they think can benefit from our program and from coming to camp, um, I encourage them to uh, send us an email, check out our website at which www.campautumn.com um, or contact us through our book page uh, for more information and, and to uh, see if we can be a benefit. Okay. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing this information with us, Adam. It, it sounds like it's going to be a great event um, and it's going to be Saturday, Saturday, February 15th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Camp Autumn, just northeast of Sutherland, Iowa. That's correct. And uh, if I could take one more second, I would I would just like to put a thank you out there to uh, Stan's Bait and Tackle Shop, um, who's provided some of the prizes for the uh, day, and Fisherman's Factory Outlet, who's also provided some of the prizes for the tournament, and Oak Hill Outdoors, uh, the hookup, providing some of the prizes, a sponsor for the event, and they're actually providing the, all the bait for the day, too. Um, yeah. So we're very, very thankful for those guys for all their help and support of the event as well. I tell you what, it's, it doesn't surprise me that Stan uh, Stan's bait up there kind of kind of coughed up a bunch of stuff for that. I mean, they, they they're they're really generous when it comes to the community and supporting the community. And uh, same Absolutely. way, same same we've way. Actually we actually got. Go ahead. We uh, we've got some. He he donated some really nice prizes um, for the event. So we we've got a couple of uh, Saint Croix um, glass ice fishing rods and some Abu Garcia reels to go with those. Um, that are a really nice combo package that um, somebody's going to win win a few of those on the day. So, anyway, well, looks like we're we're out of time here, Adam. So I thank you again, and uh, we'll mention more about this next week and uh, uh, remind people to make their way up there. I appreciate it, John. Thank you so much. Well, what do we got, Scott? Just a. Uh, 30 seconds left, maybe? Yeah, about 15. 
15? Okay. Well, uh, well, next week um, we're anticipating that we're going to have Congressman Steve King with us to kind of answer some Second Amendment and uh, outdoor-related questions that we might have for him. And uh, you know, so I guess if you got a question, you can just kind of hang on the line and call us, I suppose, next week. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. CBS News update. The Republican-controlled Senate voted down the notion of calling witnesses in the impeachment trial by a vote of 51 to 49. For much of Friday, the House managers argued for witnesses. Adam Schiff. A trial without witnesses is simply not a trial. You can call it something else, but it's not a trial. Jay Sekulow.